Hello. We're back. Welcome back to your hopefully favorite Hosted podcast, by. The Matter Diaries. <laughs> I was just waiting Hosted for you to by <laughs> Leo, Kara, and but I'm not Leo. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was confusing. That is Leo. We... <laughs> I am not Leo. I'm Leo. Oh, that was a great intro. Maybe one of our best yet. <laughs> this episode, we thought we've just been a little bit. I think both of us are very overwhelmed with work and everything going on and we really just wanted to because we took kind of like an unintentional two-week break from the podcast my dad literally yesterday on the phone to me and he's been messaging me for like a Did week he? being like leo where's the podcast i've been missing it oh yes so i mean we have felt bad like it was it really wasn't intentional no. was it? we just both were so busy it was so and bad like you well. edited the episode yes. and it was it was ready to go out um, it's been ready for like but, the past week and we literally it just been sitting in my laptop and I just didn't <laughs> have the time to upload it which is like the most stupid reason to not be uploading but I know that but, you like, guys that's are how super overwhelmed we felt that like yeah. the 10 minutes that it took to upload an episode it just couldn't happen for the both of us so <laughs> yeah it's actually crazy but yeah so we thought this week we'd like bring it back to basics we've made no notes for this episode we basically have no plan but all we want to do is kind of just like life catch up with you guys tell i don't know just have a chat like talk to you how we've been doing maybe you relate maybe it's just interesting to hear us babble on as we love to and then for the last part cara do you want to explain what we asked on our instagram so leo kindly put on a story on our instagram and it was inspired by the gals on the go podcast right yeah they did an assumptions episode um, but basically, we asked you guys, what are your, like, assumptions about us? Uh, which I was kind of scared for. but And it was quite interesting. Yeah. We got a really cute answer. We actually did. But uh, I think we're very lucky with our audience, to be honest. Like, I, I think it the could people have been that so follow bad. us are very cute. I, I, well, we did get... Yeah. We did get one that I was like, ooh, that's gonna... <laughs> that's gonna stop it. <laughs> kind of so, makes it a bit fun, I'm excited. It? I think I... Yeah. I feel like my... my Maybe my skin is not thick enough to be taking to that I could take something really mean, but I feel like the, that level of savageness I can easily take, which I kind of so yeah, I kind yeah. of appreciated it to be honest. I didn't cry about it, so it was okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's the level that we need to measure it by. Do we cry about it? Yeah. If so then it's pierced our skins, but if not, we can take it. Um. So, exactly. Kyra, do you want to talk to us about what's been going on in your life? Why have you been overwhelmed? Or what have you been doing? What's life been doing? Life. So, I don't like... I really can't pin, pinpoint it. It's not like one thing mm. that's happened that I'm like, this has exhausted me. But I just felt... I don't know. It's just been my mindset the past two weeks where I've felt like... I don't know. Life is get, like <laughs> life is getting a bit... Not boring, but I'm like, oh my god... I just feel like I don't have control. Like I'm waking up, working, wasting the evening away, waking up, working, wasting the evening away. Mm. Like, and I just don't, I feel like I can't, I don't know. Time has just been like passing by really quickly. And I feel like I don't have a minute to just be like, mm, breathe, pause and breathe. And even when I'm doing things that are relaxing, I don't feel relaxed. Mm. So it's like, so I don't know. I've just been a bit all over the place. It might be <laughs> hormonal <laughs> to some extent, but yeah. Uh, I just think I'm a bit like I need I need a change like I need something different which this weekend hopefully will be good for because we're literally Lee and I are going up to Northampton which is every time I tell people they're like why are you going there that's like the most random place to go but we're gonna go see Michael and he's invited like a bunch of friends Michael's our friend that we for some reason Michael's like the only consistent friend that we mentioned on the podcast considering that we don't really see him <laughs> my has a very special place in our hearts though he's our like he uni does. friend he brought us like together. og uni friend yeah exactly i don't maybe yeah i don't think without michael we'd be as good of friends as we are now like we we both like liked each other but then he was kind of that glue that was like bringing he brought us together you know so but yeah we're i'm excited I'm excited for like good weather and just to like spend time with friends and just have a change. I think I just think I just I just need a bit of a change. Yeah, that sounds good. I'm so excited that I get to see you. Yeah. How long has it been? Also, to be honest, it's been ages. 
let's not let's not even admit <laughs> how long it's been um but also I'm, i want to like hold this hold myself accountable i think the past few weeks i've literally like not done things that are good for my body like mm. i haven't had <laughs> which leo just uh admitted to me well we googled it and we found out that not <laughs> drinking enough water does have an impact on your mental health which i'm like i, I mean it kind of makes sense now that i was thinking about it but it literally like shrinks your brain if you're if you're like so dehydrated it can shrink your brain tissue which i didn't know that it would do it to that extent and now i'm like fuck i need to drink as much water <laughs> as i can um but also like i haven't been motivated to exercise like, i just feel like i uh, yeah I'm in like a space I really don't want to be in. Like I don't feel good about myself. I need yeah. to get out of it. So I think I'm a change of I think a change of pace will be sometimes really helps. Kind of just like kickstart things. Even yeah, definitely. I remember when I went to Paris for the weekend. Like I feel like that really gave me kind of renewed inspiration. Because I feel like whenever you're on a weekend trip, whether it's abroad or whether it's within your own country you really feel like you're taking away so many memories within that day and like one day feels like so long because yeah. you're doing so many things and you're so like present and I was thinking mm. this is how it I should almost feels like yeah in that moment you're living like, exactly that is, that is living like. that is what life should feel like and it's like I was thinking exactly yeah. that and I was thinking this is how I should be approaching every single day even at home you know working from but it's home. so hard to feel that way every single day I genuinely feel like it's technology like I feel like you look at a screen and it kind of like sucks your time away you know, because you're not even yeah, realizing definitely. what time you're spending. And it's really hard to be, be like active and present in the moment when you're typing away doing emails. Yeah. Yeah, no, I totally get that. So like my plan is to just like enjoy this weekend. Yeah. Really like feel refreshed and then come back. And also like I'm, I want to like cook good food, like just eat, put things in my body that are good for me. Yeah. Enjoy the nice weather. Like I genuinely start taking action because I do. I have been just like a couch person. Yeah. <laughs> good. Like, I don't feel good about it, so obviously, like... Yeah. Yeah, but at least I have the mindset to, like... And I think it's okay to, like, have those moments where, like, you are you don't have the, like, motivation. Definitely. Try get yourself out of them, which is what I'm going to try to do, so... You guys can join me on this journey. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Leah? How are you feeling? I feel like it's so interesting. Because you've been just as overwhelmed, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, I feel like we've kind of come to almost, like, similar realizations, you know, from, like coming at it from different paths so my last two weeks I was obviously I went to Paris and then the week after was very busy with work I had like a live stream that went on and then I slept too little and I knew this as well coming away from Paris and I got ill which was really not surprising which I'd obviously talked about in the last podcast episode and then I kind of like barely recovered like not really 100% recovered and then I had visitors for kind of from Thursday to Tuesday I had my friend from home visiting and I had my boyfriend visiting and his two Italian friends which was obviously it was actually very fun because my flat sounds so fun (laughs) If people obviously most of you won't know my flat but whilst it is quite big for like a two-person flat it's definitely not big enough to be hosting it is like two-person yeah <laughs> exactly it's not big enough to be hosting like five people you know for a weekend yeah because my flatmate was still there um but yeah we we ended up just like making kind of like a, a camp in the living room and <laughs> it was yeah we had a really good time it was just really nice to like connect with friends of my boyfriends yeah. and we went to a boat party on Saturday which was very vibey my it's like you're blending your two worlds I think that's so cute yeah it's really like your friends and his friends and stuff. they all got on also, so like, well like, that's such a good feeling isn't it it is a bit scary though I felt like a bit of pressure obviously hosting I feel always feel a bit of pressure hosting because I don't think I'm a natural host like I feel like some people are very natural at, like I feel like Kara you're a natural host whenever I come to yeah. yours I feel like you've already like prepped things like you already have the food there or like you just like know what to do and I just <laughs> don't feel like I'm a very natural caretaking hosty person yeah. so whenever I do have to I'm like <laughs> okay um plan things okay um you know mm-hmm. put towels well, out at least for you them keep- <laughs> <laughs> at least you keep your flat like 
tidy. Like, I think that's as good as you need to go. <laughs> as long as it's a nice, cozy, like, oh, especially, especially your living room. Like, I'm sorry, if I was uh, Margot's friends, I wouldn't complain. I'd be like, yes, please, in the <laughs> living room. <laughs> With that massive TV. <laughs> the TV is a bonus and the fireplace. I'll miss that fireplace so much if I move anywhere Aww. else. Um, but basically, yeah, obviously the weekend was super fun. But then I had to go to the office, like, the day after as well they left and we'd gone to the musical which was amazing if you ever get the chance to see a musical in london dear evan hansen can 100% recommend it was incredible it's a very moving story about it's quite sad it's about like a, a boy who commits suicide and kind of the the fallout from it and this other boy who's very kind of unhappy in his life and kind of gets Mm. like involved with the family of the boy who'd killed himself but it's really just the music and the the message behind the story was like i jenny i think my favorite musical i've seen so far oh my god i have the actors were insane like so good uh and also you know who was in it did i tell you no you watched bridgerton right (laughs) season two i oh no i haven't seen season okay Season two, there's this guy, Lord Featherington, basically the new Lord Featherington, and he plays the dad in the musical. Like, I literally saw the actor. No way. <laughs> and the whole musical's like, oh my god, he looks so familiar. I know this man, I know this man. And then I googled him, and then I was like, oh my god, of course. Oh my god, he's me. <laughs> um, I saw a famous person. No, I've started watching Bridgerton season one, so I'm I'm making my way. Wait, you no, you'd not seen Bridgerton season one? No, what? I haven't, like, I haven't been on the Bridgerton gang wagon is that what it's called <laughs> no it's definitely not gang wagon i think it's bandwagon <laughs> i like gang wagon <laughs> this is my uh, the arab in me like not knowing words what are you what's th- it called what are you thinking about the gang wagon so far fuck off <laughs> <laughs> um i'm gonna edit that out no somehow. don't you dare edit that out <laughs> I do think it's so good. It's actually like I didn't think I'd like it, but it's so good. It's obviously it's I didn't realize it was so romancy, and I'm like, okay, I get why people like it. Like it's literally all about love. Yeah, have, um, the books are literally they're like historical f- smart literature, basically. Like I told you, right? <laughs> my mom and my aunt and my grandparents have all read these books. Oh my they're like God. historical, basically soft porn literature, pretty much. <laughs> That's why in the in the first season you can tell because it does get quite like I don't know if you've gotten to these parts yet but basically after episode I'd say five or six it gets a bit no no I haven't it gets a bit hot and steamy let's just put it that way which I yeah. think is really fun but in an, and I think people complained about it though a little bit and were like oh this really yeah so then in in season two we get like a, a couple kisses max which but they do it very well in season 2 to be fair the the sexual tension is real in season 2 like it's so Yeah, hot. I've seen that it's all over my TikTok. It's so good. Season 2 I think is even better than season 1. Ooh, controversial. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I know in season 1 you literally see a butt in like the first what 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, it's nothing compared to the books. So, I've I mean, I haven't read those specific books, but I've read other books by the author. And I've now ordered the Bridgerton, like, book three. Because I was thinking, if I read it, like, this year, then it'll be, like, couple, like, loads of months before the actual season three comes out. So, like, by that time, I will have, like, forgotten the actual plot. But I think it maybe will make, like, (laughs) watching it even more fun if, like, I know the characters better and stuff. Yeah. No, it's quite good. It's good. I'm glad I started it. Oh, my God. Okay, you'll have to give updates when you finish the seasons. Tell us your reviews. I will do. Your opinions. I will do. Um, But yeah, basically, to finish my long-winded update, I think I just crashed a little bit, like, last week, or this week, I guess. Oh my god, it was this week. My my timelines are all blurring into each other. Because even even when I was sick, I think I just realized, like, oh god, similar to you, like, I just really haven't been treating my body well enough. And, like, no wonder I'm sick, or no wonder I'm exhausted. Yeah. It's just because I still felt a bit like run down and like my illness hadn't properly gone after the weekend. I'm like, okay, this isn't like it's not really that surprising, you know. I've literally (laughs) just been go like go 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 this whole time with like work and social stuff or traveling all the time. Like I'm I'm traveling most of like I don't know, at least every three weeks kind of at the moment. 
So, and I think for me, I've realized, which I've mentioned on the podcast before, it just, it all does tie, like it all comes down to sleep. Where it's like when I get a good <laughs> night's sleep and I'm sleeping well, then I'm more productive the next morning and I feel healthier and I'm yeah. actually able to, you know, do physical exercise or just like be more productive at work or even just like feel happier in general. And I was listening to this podcast, yeah. which is what, how we got onto the topic of like Cara Googling Earlier, yeah. whether water causes social anxiety, um, <laughs> is that apparently, you know, and this is not that much of a shock, but the actual stats are actually mind blowing of like how much sleep is linked to like a life expectancy and even just like one bad night of sleep, how much impacts like all of the factors that have to do with our health, like our cortisol levels, like our blood pressure, our mental health. So it's like when when we lose an hour in the what is it called? When the clocks turn in Yeah. The summer and like winter. Yeah, exactly. So when the clocks turn and we lose an hour, apparently the rate of heart attacks goes up by like twenty percent. And then when we gain an hour in autumn, just one hour of sleep more, we the the heart rate like the rate of the percentage of people who have heart attacks goes down by like twenty percent. And mm. just the stats are insane. It's also like apparently people, scary. I don't know, hundreds years ago, like the average number of sleep, of hours of sleep that people would get would be like 7.9. And now we're down to like six point something. And so the yeah. the guy was kind of saying, it's no wonder that we are kind of in this chronic state of like sleep deprivation as a society. And we're also one of the most like we have a mental health epidemic as well where it's like one of four people are being diagnosed with mental illnesses and there's yeah there's definitely like a link or some sort of correlation between the amount of sleep people are getting and the amount of like serotonin and everything yeah the quality of sleep is also affected like when you're on your screens right before bed yeah you're not gonna get a good night um yeah this the po- and you're addicted so you're staying up till 3 a.m and like yeah, yeah you might still get the six seven hours but like later sleep is just as bad you know yeah he was also saying it's obviously caffeine plays a big role like even just teas i mean we literally have a podcast to do with matcha so can't really say anything about that um yeah or like exercise though, a little bit of coffee is good for your heart yeah, I mean, I'm not going to stop drinking coffee, not going to lie. <laughs> I still think... I- yeah, I think you just... I just think you can't, like, overdo it. Yeah, no, I agree. And obviously don't have, like, coffees right before bedtime. Like, my dad does and my... Ha, and I don't Marco know how does do Literally, like, espressos. It's, like, Mediterranean culture, I guess. Just, like, <laughs> having espressos after dinner. Like, as Arabs, we have, like, late teas, but that's about it. I'm like, I can't drink a late coffee. Yeah, I always drink tea before bed. I used to always drink green teas before bed, to be honest. But... Yeah. I just think I really... And also interesting, apparently, like, the kind of doing exercise right before bed isn't very good for sleep quality either. Alcohol, non-surprising, is not very good for sleep quality either. Well, but in general, the the podcast was just... Yeah, I think it's just, like, the kick of the butt that I need. And I was at PT yesterday, and I had, like, a bit of a, a meltdown to my PT of, like, I just feel like I'm not doing anything well enough. You know, there's so many things in my life that mm. I want to do... And I've had this meltdown to you, Cara, multiple times as well, where I feel like there's so many parts of my life that I love, that I want to dedicate time to, and it feels like I'm not doing anything to the full extent that I want to be doing it to. Which then just, like, adds to your exhaustion. It's like, that's like mental exhaustion, just feeling like you're not doing enough of, like, what you want to do. Yeah. Which obviously doesn't help. But I feel like sleep is going to be, like, that's where it starts, I think, and that's what I've been putting off. Like, sleep is always (laughs) the first thing that I deprioritize which I think needs to stop. So I'm I'm saying this to hold myself accountable. Yeah, do it, do it. You know how you're saying like alcohol is not good for your quality of sleep as yeah. well? Um, when, so Ed and I went up to Manchester last weekend to see friends and stuff. Uh, and like we had a heavy day of drinking and we went to sleep. And Ed has like a whoop band, so it like measures his heart rate and like oh. his recovery and everything. Yeah. Um, and his like, his resting heart rate that night was um like a lot higher than it usually is i can't i don't want to say the number because i don't really know it um but it was like significantly higher and he's his like usual usual recovery is like 60 percent or like 80 percent and his his recovery that night was like 11 percent. what (laughs) oh my god and like we got we got the nine hour sleep but you could just tell like his heart was like working to kind of 
heal itself after a heavy day of drinking. That's mad. Um, so I think when you actually see the numbers, like what we, when you drink, it's like you actually just like damage your body. Like it's actually it's literally toxins. Insane. Like you are literally consuming toxins, and then like your yeah. body now just fight this off for me. Thank you. Absolutely zero reasons. Yeah, absolutely zero reasons for these toxins to go into your body apart from temporary enjoyment. <laughs> yeah, it's not worth it. It's also, we're talking so much about sleep. I'm like yawning. <laughs> <I'm getting> tired. <laughs> it's like okay to give you context on when we're recording this. It's Thursday evening, the Thursday before Easter weekend. So mm. it's bank holiday weekend. I wonder in like which because I feel like across Europe most people will have bank holiday right on on this weekend yeah but i don't know how it is across the world and um if you guys are also having bank holidays if not then yeah we basically have the friday and the monday off for a good friday and easter monday which is just lovely to be honest i'm just so excited for a four-day weekend i actually can't believe it. i know i'm good weather oh my god i cannot wait so yeah basically me and cara just want to become healthier beings yeah and this and after this weekend we're gonna refresh get ready for the summer feel good yeah get ready in the summer in terms of just feeling mentally yeah and and just physically healthy yeah yeah i don't want to like spend summer feeling like just tired and stuff like i want to energize my body yes no i definitely agree please hold me accountable leo like please i see your water check-ins come in (laughs) i literally have okay so i put water check-ins on my on our like joint calendar and i literally like they've come in what for three weeks now i have not once (laughs) i stare at it i stare at it i'm like lol okay But, but now you've read the social anxiety stat, it's going to make you want to. Yeah, now I'm like, wow, it makes me fucking anxious. <laughs> like, it's because your body needs water. Anyways, I know. We both will keep ourselves okay, accountable. I'll work on it. Yeah. Yes. Should we get into this episode, though? Let's do it. Okay, should we just go through the assumptions, just like read them out and... Yeah, so I actually found these so funny and I'm like, it actually made me think, I was like, wow, this is how I come across, that's so funny. I messaged Leah, I was like, basically everyone thinks I'm a loser. It's <laughs> so not true as well. Sorry, <laughs> such a but dramatic queen. <laughs> <laughs> I was just in my moment, okay, I had a bad day. <laughs> but basically the first one is... This this is an assumption that someone said. They said Car is very shy in person, and Leo pulls guys easily. And I, just, oh, I found it so funny that they're following each other. <laughs> yeah, they have nothing to do with each other. Like they're very juxtaposed. As in, you ho- you'd hope so, Leo. You <laughs> really hope so. Do you want to react to yours? What do you think? I, d- I I don't know. I'm actually trying to. I don't think you're very shy in person I, see this is like i told people at work as well i was like this person thought i was shy oh well, this bothered you <laughs> no i was like i just don't know how i come across like i genuinely don't think i'm a person that comes across like i i do think it depends on like and i think the this setting. is a lot of people but like if i'm if i'm in a group where there's very loud personas and stuff i'm not going to be loud like i will be the quiet 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 <laughs> shy probably shy one be the quiet. but I'm gonna be the choir one <laughs> but I think like in general I'd like to think like I'm bubbly like I ask people questions like maybe it's because I get a little nervous when I see people sometimes like I want to I care a lot so like I want to have a good impression so maybe I'm like a little bit like cautious of how I come across until I get to know them then I'm like oh I know I can say these things and you won't take offense to it yeah but I, I mean I wouldn't say I'm shy shy yeah I don't know it's hard it is really hard. I don't think you're shy. I think you're maybe more like reserved than other people in Yeah. Whereas like I feel like we have some people in our friendship group who are so extroverted to the point of like, you know, you could put them in like any group setting and they would like blossom and just like, you know. Whereas yeah. I feel like with you it's like it does take a little bit longer where you like and then you get to see like your proper you know goofy and funny side I don't think it takes very long though it's not and it's not like you you come across as very shy or like it's more just like you take a moment I don't think that's bad at all though I do think it's my body though like reading then yeah I feel like you're like assessing it what can I not yeah which is quite interesting even like it's not a conscious thing I think I just do it yeah um but yeah 
So Leo, do you pull guys really easily? <laughs> <laughs> I just... And answer this freely because you are in a in a serious relationship now, but I feel like you could talk about your past in this. I can't talk about my past in this. Well, <laughs> let's just say school Leo did have a bit of a reputation. <laughs> but no, I would say when I was like from 16 to 18, I definitely had a bit of a wild phase and just had a lot of fun getting with different people. When I say getting with, I mean like, you know, making out with people Kissing. at parties. Um, I feel like everyone though, right? Like everyone goes through yeah. that phase of like, oh my God, this is so new. Like Exactly. And like the, I don't know, I the attention that you get. I know for me, it was 100% like validation seeking. And I also had a bit of a yeah. people pleasing problem of like not being able to say no. And I have I have since analyzed this phase of my life a lot. I've been like, hmm, why did Leo do this? Um, but in general, so now, obviously since then, I don't really feel like that need to do that as much but I would yeah. say I feel quite confident now in my ability to if I wanted to pull a guy <laughs> I feel like I could <laughs> does that sound really arrogant <laughs> no because I genuinely like I do think for I think it's I feel like as a girl like it's not that hard no to get yeah exactly I feel that's like what guys, I mean. especially guys in our generation are so desperate like not <laughs> shit on all guys but a lot of the guys that maybe in those situations where you're like out in a club with your friends or like yeah. out drinking, whatever, the guys that do that are likely the type of guy that like wants to get with someone. Yeah, I agree. Obviously, all assumptions uh, and like st- stereotypes and stuff, but from my experience, I do think it's like it. You don't have to do much <laughs> for a guy to like want to get with you. Yeah, I I do feel bad. Kind of no, I'm don't feel bad for guys. I was like, do I feel bad that they have to make first moves sometimes? And I'm like, no. I actually don't. They <laughs> get enough other benefits. We never life. feel bad. No. <laughs> to the men listening to this podcast, right. we do love you because we know All you're good guys. <laughs> yeah, our potential of guys listening is so minimal. <laughs> They're like, <laughs> so funny. my dad <laughs> and my boyfriend. That's it. <laughs> um, and probably your brother. I feel like that's it. That's no, my brother does like not listen. My, Does he not? My brother is not the demographic, no. <laughs> my brother doesn't care. love that my 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 brother described to me this girl that he liked and like was kind of had a crush on and i was like oh what's she like and he was like she has a big bunda and i was like what <laughs> what does that what are you saying i didn't even know what it meant and like my dad isn't it so hard hearing tell. it from your like cute little innocent brother yeah. that was like a baby two years ago for context my brother is 14 I fully realize that he's now getting to the age where he's becoming a hormonal teenager, but I'm just not quite ready for it, to be honest. Love that for you. I really tried giving him that talk of like, you know, you shouldn't be objectifying women in this way. Think about, you know, what are Never. the characteristics of like her personality traits that you but like. Isn't, <laughs> but it's so good that like he has you to kind of hold him accountable to be like, honey, no. <laughs> yeah, but I don't live don't with do him, so I can only give him these these talks like once every couple of months. <laughs> Oh, you should just phone him weekly and be like, "This is how you should treat a woman." This is how you should treat a woman. Ah, woman. Ah, <laughs> woman. Right. Shall we move on? Yeah. The next one is the next assumption is that we both like banana bread. Facts. Facts. Absolute like, facts. To say for that one, I do have something to say about this one. I have something to say oh. about everything. Um, you know, <laughs> it was so funny. I was on the weekend. I just, so obviously now I've been spending a bit more time with Italian people and it's just hilarious how they're really proving every single stereotype that I had, right? (laughs) Because I always thought, you know, Italians were super passionate about food and, you know, about like, I don't know, you're not allowed to break the pasta and whatever it was. And it's just so funny because we were talking about banana bread and I was saying how much I love banana bread. And Marco, when I told him this, literally has visceral reactions every time. He's just like, that is disgusting. Like, banana bread is not proper food. And then we <laughs> we we asked, like, his his friends about it. And yeah, the his male friend just had, yeah, again, the most disgusted reaction to the, to the fact that banana <laughs> bread could be considered some yummy food that you could be eating. Please tell me you <laughs> bought it and they tried some. I did buy it. I did refuse to try it. No, they were oh like, they were genuinely like speaking about banana bread as if it was, I don't know, Whoever doesn't dirt like crumbs. banana bread though, like, try it before you assume. Like, Marco has tried it. 
And he's still... No, now I reckon he's just, like, stubborn and wants to <laughs> I don't know what it is. If any more Italians listen to us, please... Could you message us if you like banana bread or not? Because I'm trying to confirm this yeah. theory. If it's just... Maybe Italians have just so much good food in their country that banana bread just, don't know, doesn't measure up. Or is it just the specific male Italians that I've encountered so far? Very interesting. So especially if you're a male Italian listening, please contribute to this very scientific survey I am conducting. (laughs) (laughs) Next assumption. The next assumption is about me and I think it's hilarious. It just said, um, I thought Leah was blonde before following you guys on Insta and... I think that's so interesting. Like, what do people think we look like? This is before, yeah. But also, like, like how, like, what about what about you made her assume that? Like, I, it's just interesting to see why they thought you were yeah. blonde. It's very fascinating. If anybody else thinks we're blonde, you're both you're wrong because we're not blonde. <laughs> We're both dark haired. <laughs> Speaking facts. Um, if you're listening and like you don't know what we look like, we did post on our Instagram a little highlight of stories called Who's Who. Yeah. Where you can see what we look like and what we sound like when we're talking. When you can see our faces. <laughs> so do check that out. Yeah, I just um, think it's fascinating. I'm curious. It's on at the Matcha Diary. Next one is Your Clean People, which I like that. I one. like I'm that like, one. Wow, I- Thank you very much. I would say yes. I'd like that people would think that. I do think we're both very clean. Yeah, people. I'm glad we got that assumption instead of you smell bad. <laughs> Imagine. I'd be I would offended. Cry if someone said that. <laughs> That's actually one of the worst assumptions you could get, to be honest. Like, smell is so important. I know, I'd be so upset. I'd literally, like, shower for a week. Like, just... <laughs> Record that as a podcast episode. <laughs> Me in the shower. It's, you know, when Emma Chamberlain, like, there was this phase where, like, everyone was like, she doesn't shower and stuff like that. What, like, she looks like she smells bad? I don't know. There was just this this time period, I think, like, a couple of years ago where it was, like, a running joke that, like, Emma doesn't shower. But it got to the point where it was, like, she obviously does shower. She, like, showers every day, you know? <laughs> don't know. That's people so on the savage. internet is weird. Is weird. <laughs> people on the internet are weird. Is it people... <laughs> Right, the next one is an assumption is that we're going to start a book club. We definitely want to do this. Yeah, we haven't really sat down and like planned it, but it is something we do want to do. Yeah. And I have been reading a lot more, so like I've got a few books already that I can talk about. Oh my god, what have you read? What are you reading right now? Uh, Variety. Ooh, what are you thinking? I'm reading. So I'm still quite like um, at the beginning. I had a bit of a, in my rut, a little slow period but it's so good it's so addicting yeah. um obviously no spoilers but all her books are so good like so Colin good is just what's been your favorite okay Amazing. after you read the verity only... give your favorite yeah i will do the only thing that annoys me is that like on her books it says a tiktok sensation and i'm like you're like i does like, it do you want to be yeah it's like viral on tiktok oh. i'm like but do you want to be known as like it didn't used to I know, but that and that's like the annoying thing is like it's now she's now being perceived as like this. I don't know. I don't like the connotation. Like I feel bad. I wouldn't want that if I was her. No, I agree. Same with the love hypothesis. The love hypothesis. It also had like a sticker on it, as known as viral on TikTok. And I'm like, ugh. It's like why say that? Like if it's on if it's viral on TikTok, then obviously the people buying it know. <laughs> that's so true. Like why do you? No one's gonna look at a book and go, oh my god, it's viral on TikTok. Yeah, buy it. <laughs> it's some sort of 40 year old in the marketing department being like yes we put that sticker on <laughs> gen z will buy As it known on tiktok <laughs> they're like tiktok yes please <laughs> no 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 okay the next one right you both are workaholics interested to hear your opinion on this um i feel like what defines a workaholic is it someone that like goes over like, works every day, like, 9 till, like, 10, 11 p.m. I feel like it's, like, makes someone a workaholic? I feel like it's, like, being obsessed with working, like, having trouble switching off. Um, so I would say, like, when I am working, I'm, like, in the zone, like, don't talk to me. And, like, sometimes I find it hard at lunch to, like, actually take time off to switch off. Um, because I really just, want, like, want to be in the zone. And, like, if it's 5.30 and I'm, there's something that I really want to fix. Because my job entails a lot of, like, troubleshooting and, like, you really can't wait till the next day type Mm. of situation because you're as soon as there's a problem the client is technically losing money 
So there's like that guilt of like, wait, I need to get it sorted before I switch off. So in that sense, it's like, yeah, I do care about my job to that extent. And also I do like have a really bad habit of like checking Slack or checking my work emails after work. Mm. I don't know what I, why I do it. I think I just get a bit curious. I'm like, what's happening? <laughs> um, and then if I see something quite bad, like I've had a few times where it's like 9 p.m. and I just like randomly open my 9 or 10 p.m. Like I randomly open Slack and I realize like, oh no someone's message being like this campaign is like fuck then i'm like fuck so i open my work laptop and i'm like trying to fix it at like 10 p.m but it's like there's no point doing that because everyone that can help can help me isn't online um so i do think in that to that extent i do care but it's not an everyday thing for me i still i do think i have a good work life balance so i don't know what about you i don't know because I feel like there's definitely been time periods in my life where I've been very workaholic. I just think I struggle a little bit with holding myself to unrealistic standards and like perfectionism. So when I get into these things with work, I think I can be very harsh on myself and be like, I have to finish this now or like I have to. And at uni, I would say I definitely was a workaholic in the sense that I'd be like in the library literally 12 hours a day in exam period. Um, Yeah. But I I do think with work, it's just, honestly, it's been going in phases for me. And, but I have this, I think I very much have that mentality of like always striving for the next thing and always wanting to be better. And it's very hard for me to just pause and, you know, be proud or just appreciate what I'm doing in the moment. Like I'm very much always driving to do the next thing and not very happy with just being settled I guess um and actually yeah. got should I say on the podcast yeah I think you should well I got some very exciting news today um in a very quick turnaround I interviewed for <laughs> a job today which is internal in my in my team that I'm currently in but it is a promotion and it's something actually very different to what I'm doing at the moment um I'll be working in like social uh social media and but yeah and I found out before I logged off for work that I got the job which is crazy (laughs) I mean how nice though like instead of you having to like wonder about it all weekend you know especially with an extended uh, weekend you know what's even crazier is that I remember I got the call that I got like this last job that I've been in for the last year also the Thursday before Easter weekend literally one year ago exactly how crazy is that that's quite yeah that's that's quite wholesome (laughs) yeah so maybe this is just like a good time for you you know yes something is in the air job you know what (laughs) you know this is literally because I was telling the age so the woman from HR called me and and I was saying to her this exact thing and she was like yeah okay next time you want to go for something do it around Easter time like this is your time this is your time honey (laughs) um but yeah so I went for like a a run after work just because I felt like I needed to you know expel some get some endorphins pump in and just you know get some rid of like the you know after like a work interview or something I felt like I had so much excess energy and I caught myself obviously being super excited about this right but also I was just immediately thinking about what are the pressures that are going to come with this job how can I really make sure that I'm because this is this job is going to mean a lot more responsibility and a lot more things where it's going to be like I am actually accountable like me Leo is accountable for like hundreds of thousands of pounds that we're going to be investing so yeah I immediately went to oh my god what are the things that I need to be doing and you know like a lot of thoughts and I almost am like, oh, come on, like, just enjoy it. Like, just enjoy it for one weekend yeah, that, know. you know, there's something exciting happening. And yes, it will mean a lot of work, but also it's, you know, at the end of the day, it is it is exciting. So, that- yeah, and there's no point starting to, like, worry about it. Yeah, you don't like you have no control. So if anything, just enjoy this moment. Yeah, like, yes, I got the offer. Lol, I just went on such a tangent. I do apologize. So to answer, I don't know if no. I, I, th- I would say we're not we're not workaholics. But no, I wouldn't say we're workaholics, but we do care about the quality of work that we do. Yeah. And we don't like to leave situations incomplete. Like, we're yeah. not happy to just switch off if we know something isn't good. I feel like I do sometimes associate my, my worth to my work a little bit. You know, if I'm doing if I'm doing bad yeah. work, I do feel, like, mentally affected by it. 
Yeah, but do you like blame yourself? It, we literally spend most of our lives working. Yeah. So it's hard not to associate it with your identity because a big part of your identity is your work. Yeah, which is a bit, which is, which is great if your work is something that's like exactly that you what enjoy, you want to yeah. be doing and like completely 100% aligned with your values. Like if our podcast was our full-time jobs, I'd be happy to we be. We say a, this all. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be happy to be like a workaholic. Well, well, this is the thing with the podcast. Like, I was thinking this. We don't, like, we don't take time off with the podcast. Like, obviously, like, this week has been, like, an overwhelmed thing. But this is not, like, t- this is more like, oh, we needed, like, a mental health, like, <laughs> time mental off. Mental health you know? holiday. But, <laughs> no, but literally, but besides this, like, it's not like we have weekends where we don't, like, we're always thinking about the podcast. Yeah. Um, but it brings me so much joy. Yeah, but it doesn't, so it, like, is work, but it doesn't really feel like work. Yeah. You know? But to be fair, yeah, I do sometimes get guilt around the podcast. Just because I wonder if you have the same thing. I feel guilt around the podcast a lot of times. Not because I don't want to be doing it, but because I feel guilty that I'm not putting time into it when I know I want to be putting time into it. Or like, I know what we could be doing with a podcast if I put more time into it. Or you, you know, I'm not talking about you, but I'm just like talking about myself, how I feel. Yeah, yeah. When it's like, I know what I'd want to be doing and I'd know what I'd... Like even if it, if it's if it's Instagram wise content, if it's like even finally posting yeah. some stuff on TikTok, if it's just posting more episodes <laughs> regularly, you know, or yeah. if it's I think the one thing I do feel guilty about is like us not uploading regularly. Yeah, we genuinely want to. Like we do. We like our plan is for every Wednesday now to be our, yeah. our upload day, but life just gets in the. This is like the the thing where it's like life just gets in the way, and somehow yeah, it something so simple becomes so difficult to do um also i do feel guilty when you like will have a you'll go on a walk and you'll come back with like a lot of ideas and you'll start messaging me and i'm like (laughs) like oh my god i'm not doing enough i get these random bursts of like podcast energy and motivation and then like we'll spam cara with like a bazillion voicemails just for like ideas what we could be doing I was literally, like, coming back from Paris, like, after a nice holiday, and, like, I got so many messages, and I was like, oh, my God, I haven't thought about the podcast. Fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> <laughs> And then, like, I told you, I was like, oh, my God, wait, this is making me so anxious. And Leah was like, wait, no, it's just that I need to say this now or else I'll forget. So, like, mute. <laughs> yeah. <I'm> like, okay. <laughs> mute. <laughs> mute. <laughs> no, No, yeah. but obviously, fair enough. Like, you want to communicate it when they're fresh in your mind. <laughs> That's so funny. Okay, the next one. I love this one. You're not entirely straight. This is a, this is a bit of a juicy one. Mm, juicy. I feel like we've kind of touched on it before, right? On the pod. I'm not quite sure. What do you think? I do think it's important for everyone to question their sexuality. Like, yeah. don't go into the... Like, it's kind of like with religion. It's like, yeah, I think you should... When you get to a certain age where you can actually make decisions for yourself, you need to question, like, why are you... Are, like, are these actually your beliefs? And I think that comes with sexuality as well. Like, do you think you're straight because you've been brought up with that lifestyle in mind? Like, I do think it's really healthy to think about it. Um, personally, though, I'm straight. <laughs> yeah. I think. I think so. Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've been... I think even, like, growing up, I was always attracted to, like, boys. Like, when I was 13, I was like, oh, my God, I had a question with a guy in my school and stuff. So it was always, like, guys and even, like, at uni and stuff. But I also do have, like, really special bonds with, like, my girlfriends that, like, sometimes I think it exceeds a friend. Like, my friendship with a guy will never equate to my friendship with a girl. Like, I always Mm. feel like it's that step, like, closer. But it would never cross the... yeah romantic i feel like female bonds are just really special like there's something about female relationships you can't explain it can you yeah it's just so i really feel blessed it is love it's like you genuinely like are in love with that true love yeah it is it's so like it genuinely is a beautiful thing yeah and if you do find someone that you feel that with it's like because sometimes it's rare like sometimes it's hard for people to feel that yeah no i definitely agree i like what you said as well about the questioning thing i definitely think so too because it's just indoctrinated into us, like, from such a young age of, like, heteronormative everything, right? Like, the movies we grow up with, the even, like, Disney stories, yeah. you know, the books, everything is very heteronormative. So I think it's good to question it. 
for me yeah I'm the same I think ever since I was like 11 I've been like attra- I feel like I was very I was attracted to guys like very early on like even in primary school I remember having like crushes and you know yeah. but I do also think that sexuality is a spectrum for sure and I I don't know if I can 100% say that I'm 100% straight just because I've never met a woman that I've you know wanted to yeah and because also I've had moments where I was like in a club or something and I did feel like <laughs> attracted to specific girls and I've been like dancing with them and yeah. I've, I've it's never gotten to the point where I actually made out with a girl on a night out but I wouldn't like obviously now I'm with some like now I'm in a relationship so I wouldn't but before that I wasn't like opposed to it at all it's definitely something that like yeah. I would have considered exploring it's just something where it was like I, I guess, like, intriguing for me, but never kind of intriguing mm. in, enough that I did actually like consider explore dating it. And yeah. Like seeing it. Yeah. Yeah. I do think, though, like, what you're saying, a lot of people experience, like, they'll think they're definitely, like, straight or definitely gay mm. or whatever that they identify with. And then they'll meet a person that, like, doesn't fit that. Yeah. So it, then it just becomes about the person. Exactly. Which at the end of the day, like, who cares? Like, that's what I think. It's like I think you fall in love with souls as well more than anything, versus like defying any sort of gender norms and boundaries. And even though we're maybe more attract, or maybe I feel more attracted to like the male form or like the males that I've encountered so far, I'm not gonna categorically say that it wouldn't be possible for me to fall in love with another gender. I don't know. Just because I yeah. don't know, you know? Um, yeah. So Yeah, which is fair enough. Tee-hee. Um, Tee-hee. Next one. Leo's an extrovert. Kara's an introvert. Love both. That kind of goes into the, like, the first point, right? The shy one. Yeah. Although... Yeah. Uh, the shy and going out with guys. <laughs> but I don't think introverts have to be shy, to be honest. No. So I don't, like, get what... Like, I literally just... Because I was like, what is an introvert? And it literally says a shy no it's just basically i think how i understand is like introverts get their energy from like how you recharge is by being on your own and extroverts is like how you recharge is like through being or how you get energy is through being with other people yeah to be fair i'm like looking at it's like common signs that you're an introvert and it's like being around too many people can drain your energy um you're very self-aware you have small groups of close friends you enjoy solitude so yeah I don't I don't like like I've properly thought about it with myself but I because I saw this comment the other day and I was like do you think I'm an introvert and he was like yeah like did you not (laughs) (laughs) because I do I do think yeah like I do like spending time with friends but like whenever Leo tells me like oh I'm doing this today I'm doing this today and doing like even just reading her messages (laughs) it genuinely exhausts me because I'm like I don't know how you're gonna gonna do all of that whereas for me it's like yeah I went up to Manchester and like spent two days with friends but like that the day after I needed to be by myself like I could not yeah the thought of seeing people was like too much for me um I think I just need to own it more yeah actually think what it looks and I like I'm pretty sure I did an Instagram caption the other day of being like I enjoy my alone time like it's not a bad thing no it shouldn't be that like extrovert and like I like how the person said like both love both you know yeah I, th- I, feel oh, like I don't know if she your... meant like love both of us or no no I think <laughs> love or introvert but yeah I think it's you have to get rid of that internal judgment that you have about or oh, being labeled as an introvert is a bad thing because it's really not yeah at all yeah I mean I think I always and like not to fault you Leo but like I always compare myself I think to people that are like doing a lot mm-hmm. around me and like it almost makes me feel like actually I'm not do- like I should be yeah doing all these and like and Leo's brought the thing up where she was like well you actually live with Ed. yeah so you're like constantly socializing with someone like like they was like i'm pretty sure if you were alone like you'd seek that yeah um and it's so true like i don't feel lonely when i'm at home because i'm constantly like talking to ed so yeah so maybe like the circumstances of i'm in have made me more of an introvert where like i have the freedom to enjoy a friend's company but i also have the freedom to like have my alone time but it not be a twenty four seven alone. Yeah, like I can have that two hours where I can escape, and then like I can go back to Ed and have like a chill, calm evening where we're just enjoying each other's company. So, yeah, yeah. I would say you're an ex. Mm, would I say you're an ex? Yeah, I would say you're an extrovert though. Have you done the Myers Briggs test? You know where it's like ENFJ, ENF. I'm pretty sure I did it. Yeah. Do you remember what you are? I have to find it. Okay, find it. 
Um, in the meantime... Oh, yeah, I'll find it while you're talking. <laughs> so I have done the Myers-Briggs. It's like, and every time I do it, I get the same one. Now for years. <laughs> I always get ENFJ. So I guess I am an extrovert. But I, you know what? I do feel like labels are a little bit limiting, which is why I'm like, I, I know that they have some sort of purpose, but I also feel like they don't 100% describe me like either of them because I do love connect I think what I love is connecting with people where I get drained is when I have to do a lot of superficial socializing with people but I think where I get a lot of energy from is when I'm connecting with people it doesn't matter if it's like in a big group or a small group but when it's like genuine conversations and I feel like I'm like learning something from the other person or just having like an yeah just human connection that's where I draw a lot of energy from and that's what I crave and but at the same time like what you were saying if I have a lot of if like for example if I have a couple days where I was with people like I had this weekend I crave my alone time so much and I'm very comfortable just being on my own you know I I think also because I grew up being an only child for like 10 years so I only had my own company so yeah, uh, that's I, that is such an an interesting thing as well. Like I was grew up with two sisters. I was never alone. Yeah, I that concept like, I is very foreign to, to me. Of like, also like having a twin sister. Like, yeah, ev- like everything we did was together. We drove to school together. We were like in the same classes. Like everything, everything, everything. I can't imagine that. Like for me, I think I need both. Like I need the ambivalence of being like completely on my own, and that allows me then to be like fully present in social situations. So it's like I need to yeah. have a bit of, which is why I found it very difficult to live with my ex, because I found I'm just not used to sharing my space in that way. So if, yeah, if I, fair enough. yeah. <laughs> so I think if I, you know, live with Marco in the future, that's definitely going to be something where I like need to figure out how do I set my own boundaries and make sure that I have like time for both. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So I found it, and this says I'm ENFJT. So it says I'm extrovert. It says you're the same one and as me. I'm also ENFJ. And I'm also ENFJT. Okay, so this is the thing. That's mad. Okay, we'll have to do it together on the train again tomorrow. I know. But you know what? Another thing, like, just talking about this, I think, I do think recently I haven't been the most confident person. Mm. And so I've also resorted to, like, being by myself because it's my comfort zone. Like, it's a bit less scary than putting myself out there. So that a part of probably my introverted nature at the moment Mm. is related to, like, a protective thing of, like, I don't want to see people because it means like having to be judged. And like, I just don't want to be judged yeah. by people. You know, though, that that's really in sad. your head. In the sense of like, nobody in my will. Head, <laughs> I, I don't want to invalidate your feelings because obviously it's just shit to be feeling. No, that I know way, what right? you're trying but to say. Yeah. In the sense that nobody will be judging you. And I know that like the times that we, when we've been social together and like we've been at events together, that all the feedback sounds like you're some sort of work event, but like feedback. All the feedback <laughs> about you <laughs> you know that that stresses me out a lot more <laughs> now i'm like fuck they're giving they're giving feedback <laughs> the reviews i got <laughs> okay I'm five gonna, out of five honey. i'm gonna phrase it differently the conversations i had afterwards yeah i know we're always like oh my god cara needs to come out with us more like they loved you oh, i know and they're so sad that like, yeah. you don't do things more with us and stuff <laughs> I, I do think I have a big, like, inner critic voice, mm. and I really need to work. I mean, I've said this for ages now, but, yeah, I need to work on it. Yeah. I think, yeah, you need to realize that nobody's judging you, and everyone is just excited to spend time with you, and you've got a lot to yeah. offer as a friend, you know? So, you got to share that with the world, honey. You know what? You're just spitting facts, right? I do be spitting facts. Okay, right, should we do we two do more? <laughs> and then... Yeah, wait, can we quickly do, like, the ones that, like, we can't really comment on, but they're cute. Okay. So, like, some people said, like, you're both angels sent from heaven. <laughs> you're the cutest humans alive. Oh, that's really you love books and matcha. Facts, facts, facts. That one is cool. Um, You love sleeping as well. I <laughs> do I love like sleeping. Which I feel like about. Yeah, we've addressed this. <laughs> this whole episode is going to be about sleeping. <laughs> going to title this. Um, Why sleeping and lack of water is making us anxious. <laughs> love that i do like this one someone was like you're very kind and friendly and caring and you're overthinkers <laughs> <laughs> i do think that's true i mean i'd hope like, we're, I'd, I'd hope we're friendly and kind <laughs> but 
Whoever wrote this, like, you've nailed it. <laughs> that, is, that is me, in a nutshell. <laughs> Especially the overthinker bit. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. Okay, one of them is, you don't really like going out slash clubbing. Love your podcast. <laughs> Thank you. That's very true. I think clubbing is just not, like, we'll enjoy it every once in a while, but it's just not our vibe anymore. Yeah, I, I, I haven't been clubbing in a while. I've been, I've been I to, I genuinely like, haven't been since uni. Yeah, I've been to, I've, I'd say I've been out a bit more than you, but I generally enjoy, what a surprise. <laughs> no, not in, not in that sort of way. <laughs> But I enjoy other nights more. I get, but I do love yeah. dancing. So my favorite type of nights, which is I like. I love dancing. Yeah, which is like when it's like a bar type of environment where you can just dance or on that boat party, it was just like all of us just like mm. dancing to fun music. That's like my favorite type of nights, you know? I know. So like with clubbing, like that's the one thing I yeah. miss is literally just dancing with my friends. Exactly. And like. I love that bit. Good music. Yeah. When you're like, oh my god, this song yes. is so good. And you just like get in the vibe. That's what I miss. But like the whole drinking side of thing and like drunken chats are like not my thing anymore. Like boring. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's the last assumption we want to react to? I like the um, witchcraft one. Oh yeah. <laughs> that you guys are into astrology, so- spirituality slash witchcraft. Witchcraft is that's so cute. Like, I don't know anything about witchcraft. Not gonna lie. No, I don't either. Fascinated. I think though. we're both we're like very curious on spirituality and like astrology. I think witchcraft, though, no. I just feel like I'm open. Like, I honestly, I'm very open to hearing about anything. I'm very just interested and curious about any sort witchcraft of witchcraft included. Well, I just don't know anything about it. I've never met anyone who says that they can do witchcraft. If they, if they, if I meet them and they tell me about it, then I'd be like, I think I'd be very curious to just hear more about it, you know? I'd be a bit scared. I'd be like, don't do some like voodoo stuff on me. Like, I don't want to know. I'd be, I'd be intrigued. I think maybe I read too many fantasy books, but like, I'd be like, yeah, oh, that's kind of cool. I'd be cool. intrigued, but from a distance. <laughs> I'd like, I'd, I'd be, I'd like, I'd listen to a conversation I'd watch a video about it, but maybe in person I'd be a bit like, no, I don't want to. Oh my god, I would love to have a witch as a friend. How cool would that be? I just googled and it said, witchcraft traditionally means the use of magic or na- uh, or supernatural powers to harm others. So yeah, like, no, no that's, okay, <laughs> that's, that, I feel like it can be positive. If it's negative, then obviously, you know, we're not into okay, it. Okay, search... <laughs> witchcraft we don't want to be using our witchcraft to harm other people that's very not on brand for our magic podcast yeah it's not our vibe uh yeah no i'll have to google it and get back to you guys on this but yeah i feel like i'm really getting into spirituality more and more as i grow older and kind of very much i really like the concept of you know all of us being connected and everything just being energy you know and I, I I remember even hearing this in physics class of energy can never disappear so even when somebody dies the energy isn't gone from this world it just transitions and or just transforms into something else or goes into a different form of being so I feel like the mm-hmm. the concept of energy is literally just factual you know and it just makes sense to me that also if you have positive thoughts that that will transform into positive energy and that will you know create positive things around you and Again, like manifestation as well. That's also been so proven scientifically that it like alters the pathways in your mind and therefore also makes things more likely to happen in your real life. So I think there's so many things yeah. where it like genuinely makes sense. And then also just from a comfort yeah. perspective, I love the idea even just to bring me, yeah, I guess like hope and comfort in my day to day that things are happening for a reason and that everything, you know, nothing that is meant for me will pass me by. Like, whether those things are, you know, accurate or not, I believe in them because it helps me find, like, a purpose to my own life and it helps me yeah. kind of find meaning in, in things, even if there may be things that have, like, gone wrong in my life. But it's, like, that's where you, mm. you can kind of see, like, a common thread or, like, a something which, like, ties it all together. Yeah, it brings people a lot of peace, I do think. Wait, we didn't answer the savage one. Oh my god! Okay, yeah, you have to re- you have to read it. Okay, wait, the last one. <laughs> okay, so this person said, 
you guys are what I like to call rational thinkers. So my assumption is that when someone tells you they feel some type of way, as in low states of mind, you will always try and find a solution for the problem instead of hearing them their side out. Laugh my ass off. Don't take it seriously. <laughs> love your podcast, though. <laughs> okay, we love you too, first of all. Yes, thank you for um, sending this in. But I read this and I was like, wait, really? Like, is that how we come across? Because, and I, and like actually thinking of it, I kind of get it because like all, most of our episodes are like, you feel overwhelmed. This is what you should do to fix it. (laughs) You're stressed out. This is how to not be stressed out. You're self-sabotaging. Let's sabotage (laughs) self-sabotage. I get it. Like I understand. But I think personally, when someone comes to me with a problem, I think my my instinct reaction is to always justify that it's okay that they're feeling that way. Like, I don't, I'm not like an instant problem. I'm like, I'm sorry you feel this way. And I like, I reassure them that their feelings are valid before I'd be like, well, just do this, you know? I confirm this so. for Kara. I think you're really good at that. You're very good at validating emotions. Oh, thanks. Yeah. So I like, I, I, I actually would take it as an, a little bit as an insult if someone's like, you don't listen to their side out. Like, I'd, I'd feel so insulted if someone thought that of me. Yeah. Because if anything, I'd like to think I'm that person that is thoughtful and, like, puts the other person before I even put my own self, so. Yeah. I... You thought wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like for me, I definitely... Yeah. I think I would disagree, and I think everyone in my life would disagree. I'm not a rational thinker. I'm extremely irrational. I would okay, I'm not I'm not yeah. extremely irrational, but I'm very emotional driven, I think. But you know, I think it's interesting because obviously I would hope that I listen to the other person's story first and really try and hear them out. And I would say that I'm a compassionate person. But, you know, it's interesting to think of like, yeah, maybe I do always try and offer solutions to some degree because I do feel like that is something which I try and do because I'm like, oh, I want to be helpful and like mm-hmm. I want to feel like they can go away from this conversation and like have like one thing that yeah. they feel like. And you kind of feel like, isn't that the point? Like they're coming to me with their problems. Like, shouldn't I be that person that's like yeah helping them? When it's, I guess, really not about that a lot of the time. It's no, because sometimes about they might just be reaching out to be, yeah. they just want to be heard. Because they probably have um, a lot of, I don't know, like there's a lot of professional people you could go to for like actual solid <laughs> advice, like which I can't give. Yeah. So I think as long as you start off with like acknowledging their feelings and validating yeah. them and then if you do say like what I would do is this yeah then that's less bad because then they could say like I don't want to re- like I just want to be in this moment yeah. and like tell you how I'm feeling then you could be like okay that 100% I respect that let's like I'll shut up now yeah you talk, I'll listen okay being completely um, honest do you feel like I've sometimes just like been to like when you've come to me with a problem do you feel like I sometimes just like try and give advice before listening <laughs> well I'm, I'm like trying to think yeah. i'm like i can't i don't feel like i don't really come to you with that many problems <laughs> um but I, we've talked about this before where like i'd struggle to do that um no because you always like do say you're always like like i'm sorry you feel this way i mean you know you always do give advice as well but you do give that reassurance where you're like i'm sorry that like that's happening that's so shit which is like sometimes all i want to hear um don't know yeah it's so interesting because I, I don't think you've like ever i've never been upset like I've, I've never come to you for something and like you've been like oh but just do this or like like i've never felt like you've crossed that boundary with me so yeah that's good at least but yeah i just think it's interesting i do yeah i probably there's probably something in me where it's like i do want to give advice which probably i'm just not qualified to give most of the time <laughs> i mean like like i think that's quite funny because also like um, I said like a hundred thousand times, <laughs> but uh, I was telling Leo that there might. I don't want to say it. Yeah. <laughs> Just about possibly moving somewhere, uh, and I wasn't I wasn't fully sure about it. And Leo's instinct was like, "Okay, but why don't you want to do it?" And then I was like, "Because of this," and you were like, "That's irrelevant." No. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, this, like, what? I'm I'm gonna just say this is the most exciting thing that's happened to Kara's career in like a million years. It's so exciting, potentially mm-hmm. so cool. Potentially, not it's only all career, in the air, but... it's like for your life. This would be sick. And Kara was giving yeah. some reasons, and I was like, okay, but you know, this is not true. <laughs> you were literally like, uh, you're not gonna put up with that. Bye. <laughs> Next. <laughs> 
but that's what i love you sometimes you need like sometimes that the person that you need is the one that like kind of slaps you in the face and is like <laughs> wake up i love slapping <laughs> you in the face my favorite thing <laughs> you will smith me <laughs> oh my god that is definitely no compliment <laughs> <laughs> oh no i'm joking oh, no. i'm joking but yeah i, I don't oh, take no. that back either you uh, i'm 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 sticking with my opinion on that <laughs> no of course you do what you want to do you do you boo <laughs> leah's rolling her eyes <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny well okay then well. this was fun yeah maybe you can give us some if you have any more ideas for like future episodes that we can do for example there's like episodes that i've seen where it's like reacting to people's confessions or like secrets or maybe even like controversial opinions or something like that like i feel like that could be really fun yeah i think we do want to do a little more juicy yeah ones. some spice get people talking oh yeah create a conversation oh That's what yeah I'm do. so so yeah we hope you enjoyed listening to us and if you want to reach out to us like we always say or just even like contribute to future episodes if you enjoyed this one Follow us at The Matcha Diaries on Instagram. Yes. So yeah, hopefully, you know, we'll speak to you next week because we will be better with uploads now. Virtual pinky promise. Bye. Hope you're doing well. Bye, guys. Love you guys lots. And sending lots of hugs through the internet. I think this is the first time we said I love you. I love you. Ah! (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Bye. Bye.